0: this is Hannah and I'm Amy and And this this is Deck the Halls Mark, Mark. a podcast where two sparkling graduate students in the city unwind and embrace the magic of every season by reviewing Hallmark and other made-for-TV movies while also creating their own ridiculous titles and plots.
1: Maybe if this takes off we'll move to a quaint and idyllic small town where every day is fully decorated and reality free. We didn't think we'd be back. No, we were not soon. planning
0: to come back so soon.
1: Yet? What happened,
0: Amy? Uh, global pandemic? Did that yeah. happen, maybe? Yeah.
1: That, that happened. That happens. That's happening. That's <laughs> happening. So we thought we would uh, resurrect mm-hmm. the podcast a little bit early. Um, we were planning to do it as more of a December and then July mm-hmm. sort of scenario for Christmas and July. But we thought since everyone's trapped at home, they Mm -hmm. might enjoy um, resurgence of our podcast a little early. Yeah, and certainly we
0: would enjoy it as something to do that's a distraction. Yeah. Yeah, just a little. We are practicing safe social distancing because we are uh, bucking our usual trend and recording this from separate locations. We are not in the same place, which is sad, but what can you do?
1: What can you do? But we luckily we are zoom experts
0: now. Mm-hmm. Like all of the grad students in America, we are now
1: <laughs> telecommunication Anyone, professionals. Yeah. Anyone who has a job where they need to talk to people is pretty much a zoom specialist now. Uh huh. Unless yeah. they use a different
0: platform, I guess. People use other platforms, but
1: That's true. But I feel like zoom is by far Dominant. The number One yeah. download right now on the Apple. Yeah. So clearly it's winning. Yes. And today I made a a delivery to Amy.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, I really wanted Cheetos and Hannah was at the store for, you know, necessities and she got me some Cheetos and in continuing with safe social distancing, she threw them at me out her car window while I stood a safe six feet away from the vehicle.
1: And you caught them.
0: I caught them and I pulled them to my chest, and prepared to run the other way, because I am a professional football player, apparently.
1: (laughs) We did not throw the yogurt.
0: Did not throw the yogurt. I was convinced I would not catch the yogurt, and then the yogurt would explode everywhere, and then I'd have to run away from the scene of the crime, so.
1: (laughs) Just vanilla yogurt all over the ground. Yeah, exactly.
0: Gross. Pretty gross. Also sad, because, you know, waste of yogurt.
1: Yeah, but Cheetos were successful, though. I think that yeah, I think that was some of our best work.
0: It is some yeah. of our best work. But there's, yeah, there's always more fantastic work to come.
1: Yeah. <laughs> keeping but, uh, stay in your home.
0: Yes. Stay home. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. We are staying home.
1: We are washing our hands. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to our president. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I can say don't listen to our president. No, if we don't, we don't, yeah, I don't disagree, obviously. I do not, I do not uh, uh, subscribe. Okay. <laughs> no. Listen
0: to the scientists. That's the main
1: thing. Be wary Listen of your to Fauci. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we should, uh, we should kick this off. We've got a lot to yeah. do. We've got a lot to do. Okay. So
0: really fast, even though it's been a while, I mean, we left abruptly for the season at the end of December, we were, we were gone for the holidays, um, but we did do a round of do you hear what I hear, real or fake, in our last episode. So in case you guys are interested, I felt like we should give you the answers. So we had a bride theme. So the movies were A Bride for Christmas, A December Bride, uh Sugar Plum Bride, Snow Bride, and Runaway Christmas Bride. And only one of those was fake, and we made up A Sugar Plum Bride. So... Those are the answers from last times. Do you hear what I hear? For those who wanted to know. And we'll play
1: another round today. We will, we're gonna talk about um, a movie that shockingly just disappeared from our screens Mm -hmm. uh, about an hour ago, but we were able to find on YouTube. We're gonna talk about Timeless Love, 2019 Hallmark movie. Um, Then we're gonna play a round of Do You Hear What I Hear, Real or Fake? And then we have a special guest at the end who will do our, our, it's beginning to sound a lot like a holiday TV movie. Um, And my mom
2: will be giving us a
1: fake plot.
2: We have
0: Hannah's mom with us today as our special guest. So it's very exciting. Um, Hannah, I feel like you, since you selected this movie and I, of the two of us, am the one who actually watched the entire movie. Would you like to introduce (laughs) us
1: (laughs) to Timeless Um, Love? Yeah, I do. Well, I got excited about it because it was about a woman in a coma, right? Which is horrible. Well, this I was excited kind of because I wanted started. to see what would happen. Because you know, of course, there's like the "as you were sleeping," there's while the vow sleeping. while mm-hmm. you were sleeping. That sounds probably better instead of "as you were." Sleeping. As you were sleeping, <laughs> as you, were, while sleeping you suggests, were sleeping I don't know. It's still a creepy title, actually. We're
0: just used to it when it's "while you were sleeping." Yeah,
1: that's true. But yeah, there's, there have been a lot of these movies where somebody's in a coma and they wake Mm -hmm. up and either they wake up and they're in a different life. Maybe this is a groundhog day situation, Mm -hmm. or maybe they wake up and they don't remember anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was excited to see what Hallmark would do with this. And then I was not excited, but I wanted to see it was Mm -hmm. that the main uh, lead, our, our hero, um, Mm -hmm. I can't look at his face. And I don't even want to say his name. You can say it. Brant, Brant Daughtry? 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 I don't know. I literally it's, can't it's not, He's not face. the American Idol guy, so it's not Daughtry. <laughs> oh, thank God. I liked Chris Daughtry. He was good.
0: Oh, those that was were a disappointment.
1: Insane. My mom and I were so upset, we cried.
0: That was um, a simpler time. Anyway, so yeah, it's Brant Daughtry, who I had never heard of, except for from Hannah saying when we were, like, scrolling through movies to stream how much she hates him and can't look at his face
1: I'm sure he's a nice human yeah he's just not a very strong actor
0: just yeah just not her favorite actor not her favorite of the possible leads available from the batch of about 10 guys
1: that are leads in these movies yeah he somehow was uh, a bodyguard in one of the 50 shades of gray movies and uh, that really confused me because I was like why are you on a real movie also this isn't a real movie and why are you there still Mm-hmm. Um, and then, before that I'd seen him, then that happened, and then after that I just really couldn't.
2: Yeah. I couldn't
0: handle it. Yeah, so what happened with Timeless Love, then, is that we agreed that we would watch Timeless Love, uh, which okay. I feel like I should read, I feel like we need the synopsis for Timeless Love. Do
1: you want me to find it?
0: I, I got it, I think. We're all, we're on our computers, obviously. Okay, yes, yeah, so this is a good, Megan. Seems to have the perfect life with a wonderful husband named Thomas, played by Brant Daughtry. I guess it is spelled by Daughtry. And two adorable children. Then she finds herself awakening from a coma. I don't know if awake, okay. And discovers she is not and has never been married. So that was a really dark twist. Um, But when she meets Thomas for real, she seizes the chance to help him fall in love with her again for the first time, in case that wasn't confusing. Um, so Hannah selected this this gem for us, which was delightful. And so we both agreed we're going to watch this and we're going to talk about today. And obviously since we're, you know, in social isolation, I watched it on Saturday. I was like, hey, Hannah, I'm going to watch this while I work on some things. And I watched it. And then today, Hannah goes to watch it and she gets to escape because it's no longer available on Amazon, even for rental. Um, they're having some sort of just copyright
1: disagreement.
0: They're um, fighting
1: with Hallmark right yeah. now. Yeah.
0: Yep. So we did Maybe. the the Amy abridged version on the YouTube. Yes. Yeah, um,
1: I watched uh, the highlight reel on YouTube. Amy would just say, "Go to 21 minutes and 22 seconds." Mm-hmm. So I feel like I got a general sense, but I'm going to let Amy take the lead on the summarizing and critique, and I'll just jump in with the. The five to seven minutes that I actually saw the whole movie. (laughs) Which
0: I think, I I mean, speaking from experience, I feel like that five to seven minutes was maybe enough of Timeless Love?
1: Probably.
0: Probably. But I mean, it was a really good use of time, not because it was a good use of time. That's not, it was was definitely a good way to pass time. Time definitely passed while watching Timeless Love.
1: Even though it was timeless?
0: Even though it was timeless, I felt the passage of time, which (laughs) is... in these times of quarantine how many times can I say time do you should be I don't know
1: it's a fun time hearing you say time
0: <laughs> in these times of quarantine um, it was it was nice to feel the passage of time and get on to the next day and wait for time to pass through that day anyway so I watched <laughs> time love
1: Was it Timeless? Was it a Timeless movie?
0: I feel that their love was not Timeless, and if that is what Timeless love looks like, then I want no part
1: of it. (laughs) I have a lot of questions.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, Hannah, you did see during your survey of the abridged version, um, the first like seven minutes or so, well, like the first two minutes, because you saw about like ten minutes total. Um, but the first two minutes feels like maybe seven minutes where it's her idyllic life. And how would you describe the idyllic coma life that she's imagining? Because we open on her in bed with her husband, Brant Daughtry, and, um, her two amazing children in their idyllic house, um,
1: supposedly. Um, Pier 1 and Creighton Barrel.
0: Yes, that is definitely the <laughs> interior design motif.
1: That's the Strong. description.
0: Yeah, that's the whole thing. Although it's like so, yeah, it, it is like being in a catalog in a way that I found really creepy. And if I were to wake up from a coma, I'd be maybe a little disturbed by like the overly chipper perfection of that setting. But it's personal taste, you know, if you want to live in a Pier 1 catalog and that really speaks to you in terms of like your social life and your interior design, then Megan's you
1: 45
0: dollars for a pillow yeah (laughs) um so yeah megan's a writer or she wants to be a writer and in her dream life where she's married she is a writer because she always liked writing stories because no one else as a child liked stories but she did um and (laughs) obviously all writers have a more extreme inspiration and this is true we are often you know inspired by books that we read in our childhood but the really the framing of why she's a writer was kind of lame um and Thomas, her husband, in the coma, is a photographer. So that's their jobs. And they have this great life where they both work independently from home, I guess, which must be perfect for them. At the, convenient at least. right now. Very convenient. Um, in the dream, in the coma dream. But of course, she wakes up from the coma. And her parents are very alarmed to discover that she thinks that she was married and has two kids. Because she doesn't. She has an apartment. She lives alone. Um... Did they say why she got into a coma? Our accident. Oh. She was on the phone. She was buying a gift for her dad. and She She's was on the phone. She was talking hands-free on a phone, but she oh. was distracted. And then she got, like, T-boned. It was very bad. They showed it. It was aggressive. I didn't see it. Yeah, that wasn't part of the abridged version. I just took okay care of that, that part now. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, we get that in, like, the middle of the movie. But she has a best friend who's divorced in a vet and very wise Um, and her parents who love her but they're kind of overbearing and they really want her to give up on her dream of writing because it's not practical and they're really worried that she's crazy and they obviously have some sort of mental health stigma going on for them because they don't think it's great that she would have to go to a psychiatrist to talk about the fact that she thinks she had a husband and two children. So I was a little concerned about her parents in terms of being supportive and kind, but her mother's better
1: you broke up a little
0: bit oh no just say that sentence again uh the parents not being super supportive yeah Yeah. because they seem to really fall into a lot of stigmas about caring about people with mental health issues they seem to not be super they've seemed more disturbed than like concerned at places but her mother's generally better and I mean they're both terrible actors so that might have been part of it um (laughs) I don't know by most of it they're fine um so anyway they're concerned and they just insist that she should get back out there and get a temp job and her best friend the divorced vet who's very wise is like well i believe that you believe that you were married and have two kids but i'm she's better she's like more concerned but she's still not fully buying it but megan is convinced to give up on her dreams and apply for another temp job and so she gets a job as a receptionist at a photography studio and she shows up what? she shows up to the photography studio and Hannah this was part of the abridged tour of timeless love so what happens at the photography studio
1: well, what do you think Amy what do, what do you do think, I think happened what of I course I was? it was that guy what's his name I forget
0: Thomas in the
1: movie it was Thomas's photography studio so of course she's like oh my god I know you do you know me and he's like no and then it's real creepy and she keeps staring him down. He's very rustically um, interior design for his, rustic interior design for his studio with a lot of random knickknacks, which is strange, but fine. Um, mm-hmm. And then of course, uh, she decides to keep working there because, you know.
0: Yeah, it's her husband and she knows that. He
1: just doesn't know that yet. So that's not a creepy situation at all. Nope, nope. Mm-hmm. And then the, what's the next thing that happens? Well, she finds out he has a girlfriend. He
0: has a girlfriend. That's uh, not good. Natalie Gray. She has a very sophisticated name. She She seems very snobby and put together.
1: She's a professor.
0: She's a professor. So, you know, academics, we're the problem. We're
2: the
0: worst. worst. (sighs) Yeah, don't want to date us because we're the worst. Obviously, (laughs) obviously date the women like Megan. I mean, she, they play her up. They make her pretty bad. I would not say that I identified particularly with his girlfriend as a character. No, she wasn't, uh, she wasn't
1: very accessible.
0: No, they made her, they actively made her inaccessible. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's disappointing information. But now she's able to tell her best friend and her best friend starts to believe like, oh, okay. But it's this weird situation where she's meeting him before she actually met him in their coma life. So she's coming into his life earlier than she did in the other reality, which is complicated. So there's this weird bit where she knows that his mother's going to die. She thinks she's already dead when he's looking at a photo of his parents and thinks that, oh, he's just looking at like a memory of her. But then she gets a call from like the employment agency saying not to come in for a couple days because his mother died. And she's like, oh no, I should have known. And like what she thinks she was supposed to do, I don't really understand which is what her best friend says she was like the vet's like no that doesn't seem like something you're to deal with this isn't a very cohesive like i get that the synopsis sounds all over the place but this is kind of an accurate trajectory through the movie um, no it
1: makes sense to me
0: okay so then uh she decides she's going to make french onion soup because she's very good at making french onion soup and she takes that over to the photography studio to be like, you know, I'm sorry about your loss. I had extra French onion soup.
1: Which uh, she knows
0: is her dad's babe.
1: His yes. dad's babe, right? Yeah. She
0: knows that his dad loves it. And so he says, yeah, I'll take it to my dad. Um, and then he's like, why don't you come with and we can all have dinner together. And he's still dating his professor girlfriend. So he knows that this is wrong. But he does it anyway because Megan's so much charming than the very wooden Natalie, whatever. Uh, So then, they bring the soup, and of course, they have a really delightful evening. And he, the dad, brings out baby pictures of Thomas, and she finds out that um, the uh, he got his start. Thomas got his start in photography because he would take pictures of his pet rabbit, and so that's why I I could not get that. Yeah, that's that's a part of it. That's why he's so good at photographing children, because he knows how to photograph hoppy little bunnies. Logic. OK, <laughs> I
1: mean, kind yeah.
0: of, kind of. I mean, animal photography, child photography has a lot of similar similar areas Attent- and attention
1: giving needs.
0: And obviously, Megan makes very clear how useful she is in the studio and how much she likes kids because there's like a crying kid getting his portrait taken. and She's like funny and entertaining and does a little magic show. And then he smiles and they get a perfect photo. Yes, she does a little magic show. Hannah's looking at me like I'm off my rocker. Yeah, you picked this movie.
1: I just get to see all of it.
0: I know. You're going to have to go find it and watch it in its entirety.
1: No, I like your story version better.
0: Yeah, she finds like a really old rabbit stuffed animal. It's supposedly an old rabbit stuffed animal and the kid doesn't like it. So this kid obviously has issues. It's like a fine looking rabbit stuffed animal. But she's Whatever like, kid. oh, wow, I have a magic box. And then she puts like a fancy new rabbit stuffed animal in the box already and then she like puts the old rabbit stuffed animal in it and covers it with a cloth and then pulls out the new one it's like look i made it all better oh no it's not a new rabbit stuffed animal for whatever reason it's a toy plane because she took a chance and she was like oh he doesn't like this plush rabbit toy you know what this kid would love a wooden plane so did he he did because oh okay Um, And, you know, they're having like montages of them sort of working in the studio and coming closer together after the whole dad thing and all this and she goes with him to uh, an on-site photography thing at this barn and so the barn is significant because it's one of his favorite places to photograph and also in the alternate coma life. Uh, there were photos on the wall of a portrait of her and a portrait of him separate standing outside this barn so she already knows she's been there but she hasn't in real life and so then they go and she doesn't realize that he actually takes her photos like the thing that happened in order for the photo on the wall in the coma life to happen actually happens unbeknownst to her Um,
1: future is coming true
0: Yeah, future is coming true um so that all happens but then it all comes to a point well he breaks up with Hannah has a Ritz wrapper stuck to her sleeve. That was cute. <laughs> She's waving her arm in front of the soup. it, was super seat. it was oh, you? Um. Uh, it was, oh. So well. It was Thomas Goes through sort of a crisis, obviously, after his mother dies to an extent, and like Megan's obviously been really great uh, who has not been great, his girlfriend. His girlfriend has been not great. She gives him this whole really excellent speech at lunch about how the study of death in anthropology, which I feel I did not identify with her. Like, I wouldn't say that to someone who's immediately grieving because that's horrible, but, like, her fascination with, like, cultural practices of death, I was, like, okay, I kind of, kind of get where she's (laughs) coming from there, but yeah, it's really awkward and horrible, Uh, um, Okay. So she does that, um she's like, yeah, in a lot of really? cultures, you know, they just you know celebrate oh, she talks about the fantasy coffins in Ghana uh, how you get to like be, which is a real thing, but like it's that a, is real. it's a very strange por- part of the movie portion of the movie, uh, anyway, so needless to say, that combined with the fact that he, in fact doesn't want to be called Tommy and she always calls him Tommy because only his That's mom yeah they're not a oh, good match and so he breaks up with her and she's very sad but she's like yeah i guess that's okay i'm gonna be traveling all over china doing linguistic anthropology yes that's what she's doing um and so yeah so they break up and then you know things are going well with megan at the studio and everything but then somehow oh they're coming back all happy from the photo shoot at the barn uh, as part of the whole things are going great at the studio segment and her purse falls over, and she's like, No, don't get that. I'll get it. And oh, yeah, that's what I watch. He insists instead on handling everything in her purse, which is kind of rude when she told him to just leave it. But he puts it all in, and what does he find, Hannah? This was part
1: of what you watched. What happens? A, freak, a freaking think- list of all the things she knows about him, written not a piece of yellow notebook paper. Yeah. And then he's like, What the hell, lady? How do you know all this stuff? And then she's like, I know you. And then she's telling him, and He's like, This is crazy hmm
0: yeah and it's just, then that's yeah.
1: the moment of misunderstanding
0: <laughs> yeah it's a pretty epic moment of misunderstanding when she's like oh we have this whole other life where we're married and also we have two children and also I know everything about you and oh, one right. of his one of his lines is actually are you stalking me is an actual quote from the movie which is pretty great that's um, true he
1: did say that he did ask that yeah yeah
0: needless to say she gets fired
1: Yeah, And then, Mm -hmm. well, I don't know what happens, but I know that they resolved it at the end. Yeah, well,
0: naturally. No, so he's looking through things, and she tells him things, like, about how she knows that in their house, in this other life, there's the photo of her at the barn, and then he realizes that she didn't know that he actually took that photo,
2: and somehow Um, that's enough to
0: convince him. That's it? Yeah, that's basically it. Uh Uh-huh. That's stupid. And he Googles her and finds out she was really in a coma. Like, I don't know why you would think she lied. Like, that wouldn't be the thing that would really bother no, me.
1: Brant.
0: Yeah. So, a little dumb. But he Googles and finds out that Megan Murphy what really was a person in a coma. And then also the barn photo thing. And so he's like, oh, no, I was wrong. I actually do love this woman who creepily knows everything about me. And I actually have no answers for what's happening. So then he runs to her house. And he meets her mom because they're both going to find her at her house.
1: He does meet her mom. And then mm-hmm. she's like, you kind of screwed up, dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know. And then she's like, you can find her at her favorite place.
0: She's She's been writing a lot lately, lately. And so very romantically, he knows where she would be writing, which is at the aquarium.
1: And so he goes to the aquarium and she's writing. Mm-hmm. And he's basically like, hey, let's have our weird fake life that you made up.
0: Yeah, that sounds great to me. I would love to have this weird fake lay. And it turns one out one year later. Yeah, you know, oh wait, well, it's, I love the part though where he's like, "You know all these really specific details about <laughs> me, and I realize I know so many things about you." And then it's just like generic things you would write on like a job evaluation, like, yeah. "You're good with children and you work really hard at your job."
2: And You're she's thoughtful. like, I know your favorite
0: color is purple and your dad's favorite soup is uh, French onion. Like, I mean, it's the bounds is a little off there, but he's like, no, I know everything about you too. Let's make out in this aquarium. Um, and then yeah. fast forward to a year later. And Hannah, I think you should
1: take us home on this one. I'm discovering things in my desk I didn't realize I had because I'm just <laughs> sitting here listening to your like thing and I'm trying to think. Um, well, I mean, basically one year later, right? Uh-huh. We, get a, we get this flash forward and they're in the house that was in her coma dream and they're putting up the photos on the wall that they took in the barn and some of the decor is already there that we saw from the pier one catalog but the children have not arrived yet and they're married and they're drinking hot chocolate because that's what you do
0: yeah he only drinks hot chocolate which is one of the things she knew about him is that he doesn't like coffee he just drinks hot
1: chocolate just not the same
0: thing the end
1: oh my gosh so, Amy, what would you give this uh, Timeless Love movie, or what, what would you give it out? One out of ten.
0: <laughs> oh, out of ten. That's so many numbers to choose from. Okay, out
1: of five. Out of five.
0: Oh, out of five. Well, I don't mean—I don't know. Ten was five. A three out of five? Mm. Oh, okay. no. Four, three, or four out of five. I mean, I guess I was thinking like a six out of ten. Six. I mean, yeah. in this family of movies, it wasn't my favorite. I'm not super... Fond of the coma plot in gen- like in terms of a type of movie, it's not my favorite, like direction that they go, but there wow. is definitely an entire cluster of coma movies or memory loss movies. <laughs> uh,
1: the memory loss movie coma <laughs> cluster, <laughs> yeah. That's I true. mean, based on what I watched, I think that it was not great, mm, yeah. However, there are some really good moments there. Um, and I, I really did appreciate the decor in their home
0: yeah you want to live in the pier one house
1: yeah yeah i like that so that was timeless love it's timeless love we're
0: back it's time for another round of our game do you hear what i hear real or fake We will give you five made-for-TV movie titles, and at least one of them will be a fake title that we have made up. Could be more than one, but there's going to be at least one. We don't know. So your job is to guess which one, based on the title and brief synopsis, which ones are real, which ones are fake, and to let us know. And as always, you can contact us at our Gmail hallsmark at gmail.com, which will be in the episode notes,
1: correct? It yes. will indeed. All right. Hannah, you All want right. To kick us off? Yes, I will. All right. First up, we have, your bacon me crazy. Cleo Morelli, an aspiring Portland chef, tries to win a food truck competition while the competition tries to win her heart. Amazing.
0: Our second contender is hopping into love. Organic farmer Meredith is determined to get a spot at the Ridgewood Farmer's Market, but her prized carrots are being
1: continually eaten by her neighbor's rabbits. Mm. Then we've got uh, On Daffodil Pond. Since the death of her husband, Susan Little has lived alone on Daffodil Pond until the arrival of widower Jeff buys the cottage next door and offers her a second chance at love.
0: Uh, A Robin's Egg Romance is number three. Aspiring interior decorator Mia Bonnard gets the opportunity of her career when she's offered the chance to decorate society matron Annalise Whitford's mansion for the Whitford family's annual Easter fundraiser. But when Mia meets Annalise's grandson Calvin, is it the start of spring, the start of her career, or the start of a new romance? And I realized that that was number four and not number three as previously stated, because I can count to five. Hannah,
1: take it away. <laughs> this is number five now? I believe so. <laughs> okay, number five, last one. Uh, blossoming love. Megan Marigold has one chance left to get her flower shop off the ground. When she tries to cut costs and hire amateur plumber Todd, will the butterflies in her stomach be just about her new business? Amazing. So, that is you're baking me crazy, on daffodil pond, a robin's egg romance, and you blossoming love. And did I skip one? You skipped hopping, and hopping into, into, into love. love. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You're baking me crazy, hopping into love on daffodil pond, a robin egg romance, a robin's egg bro- ugh, romance. Say that five times fast. <laughs> I have a lot.
0: Yep, those are the five. So you can email us at deckthehallsmarket@gmail.com, and we will discuss the results next time.
1: We will. Is it recording? Yes, okay. So we have a super special guest today uh, for it's beginning to look a lot like a holiday TV movie uh, with my mom and so my mom is really good at this, I think. Um, she is very good at
0: it, I think, as
1: well. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel I feel ready. Okay. So Amy is going to give you the title, um, and then it's up to you. And we can assist if needed. OK, I'm ready.
0: All right, OK, here I go. Okay. The title that we are giving is
2: Falling Through the Ice. Ah, OK. Uh. Young woman um, has uh, had a very bad breakup and so she, she's normally, she's an attorney. She Uh lives in New York City, Uh but she's just like falling apart. So over Christmas, she goes, she rents a cabin in upstate New York on a lake. Of course. And Mm -hmm. she brings her dog, what she has a little dog that she, a little poodle that she had in her apartment in. New York City, and she brings the dog with her, mm-hmm. and they're staying in this cabin, and she goes into town for supplies from time to time, but she, she is very rude to people because she doesn't want to make friends. She's just like a burnt up shell of a person. <laughs> so, so All right. she's living in this cabin, but then um, the, there's a break in the, the water main, and oh. there's water squirting everywhere and mayhem ensues. And um so she she tries to like she, you know, she tries to put duct tape on it and other things to to um you know seal up the pipe, but finally she has to call to somebody in the town to come and repair. Okay, so <laughs> I think we know where this shows. is going. Yeah, I
0: wonder I wonder who's gonna come repair something. Okay. <laughs>
2: So hunky guy comes and he's of course wearing a flannel shirt and uh-huh. a tool belt, <laughs> <laughs> and he has he, a big dog. He has a big dog. And he has a a German Shepherd. Yeah. Yes. Named like Max. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and her dog at first is just like super scared and like and she's like and she yells at him and said, you know, your dog scared my dog. And he's like, lady, I came out to help you even though you know it's like past it was like six o'clock or seven o'clock when she called it's past my work time or whatever you know. so they just like they hate each other right but he fixes it and she begrudgingly says um thank you so um so then he leaves she pays him he leaves and then um of course christmas is coming right mm-hmm. yes okay and um you know she's still like she lives there you know and she's like getting really tired of sitting in this cabin so she decides to start going out on walks in the woods with her little poodle right like she was in quarantine a little bit it's it's a little bit like now yeah okay so like she was in quarantine exactly (laughs) so walking with the little dog dog's leash loses hold of the dog's leash the dog starts running towards the lake no no oh no she's like fluffy stop stop <laughs> and and fluffy's about to get to the edge of the ice where it's very thin fluffy is small because you know it's it's gonna be okay but she's like panicking and hunky guy of course is walking through the woods with german shepherd because mm-hmm. he's going to shoot stuff runs out on the ice and grabs little fluffy by the collar and. Hunky guy, Trevor, um, no, you know, calls back the dog, and and uh, p- brings poodle back, and and she says, you know, you know, she's like crying because she's so upset, and he goes, you know, look, let's get you back to your cabin where it's warm. So they sit by the fire and have a glass of wine, and now they're kind of friends, and he leaves, and, and then, the dogs are from. Yeah, the dog's our friend, and um, two days later, it's Christmas, and she's just resigned to being alone. She hears a knock at the door, and hunky guy is there with the dog Trevor. in a basket full of Christmas dinner, and he says, oh. actually, like, before I was a plumber, I was a chef in a New York restaurant, and um. I had this horrible breakup, and I, I moved to this town to get over it, and um, so she brings her a gourmet meal, and <laughs> that's the end, and then we cut over to the wedding six months later, and the two dogs are, like, best friends, and they're getting married, and, and the whole town comes out to celebrate the end. Oh, that's pretty good.
1: Wow. You needed some a wrinkle, though, there in the last 10 minutes where they were in a fight, and then they resolved mm-hmm. it. You missed the fight okay a little bit
2: too too easily resolved okay well something I'll happens
1: they need something to have
2: happens after christmas yeah. Something after christmas like he they comes down a with job. a virus <laughs> he gets covid 19 he
1: gets it to half of the population in new york city and then and and funny, he's upset it?
2: with him no, it's, it's not that funny okay um there, I don't know. There's some misunderstanding. Oh, well, the guy that broke up with her, of course, yeah,
0: uh-huh. mm-hmm. decides
2: that really he's sorry. And, and he, and he, um, yeah, there was before they got, they didn't get married yet. Okay. There's some kind of thing where she's going to go back to the boyfriend, but then the yeah. boyfriend turns out to continue to be a creep like he was before. Mm-hmm. And then that eventually gets resolved and then they get married.
0: Yeah. Okay. That That's, works perfectly. That was that,
1: And then he sees so them was... together and he thinks that she's going to go back with him and she's really telling him that she doesn't want him anymore exactly. and that he sucks. Cause his name is Chad. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. we're so good at this, guys. That okay. Was, yeah. I Thanks, think mom.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Hannah, your mom is better at this than either of us. <laughs> I think we <laughs> have to many,
2: too many years of seeing bad movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we
1: aspire to one day. Reach we need to... Yeah, we need to work on our um our fake titles for um the rest of the show and so I'm going to hit stop on this so that we can talk about that.
2: Okay. Okay.